Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. I'm often working with clients who feel like they have an idea of where they want to go with their career, but aren't quite sure if the specific position would be a good fit. Or they maybe have an idea of the role they want, but they don't know if the company and its culture and the way that people do things there really fits with the way that they like to work. Or they might have an idea of what they want and the idea of what company they'd like to work in but they feel unsure about how to get there, whether they have the skills to be able to do it. And so for any of these cases, I recommend doing informational interviews. Informational interviews are your chance to get to know what it's like in that company, in that position to get that role. And they can really set you up not only from that knowledge standpoint, but also from the networking standpoint of expanding your connections, of showing your value, of getting and receiving value and giving value, and all around just helping you get out there in your job search so that you can get a career that you love. So that is where we're going in today's episode. Before we do that, I have a work win to celebrate with you all. Now, as you know, I help people do their work their way with soul, and often that's career professionals, and it's also often business professionals, so people who are entrepreneurs, who have their own business, who have their own products that they're selling, whether it's their full-time gig or whether they do that in addition to another job. I help them to get clear on what they want with that and structure a business that fits with who they are so they can make money as they do their work their way. And the client that I am celebrating now, we've been working together for about two months and she has been figuring out how to position herself and her skills in order to demonstrate the value that she has to offer. And so we've worked through a lot of the mindset blocks around her value. Her experience doesn't fit the traditional look. She doesn't have the same type of credentials or schooling that a lot of people would have. And yet she has a lot of experiential learning and knowledge to share that she wasn't always seen. And so we first worked on the energy and the mindset part, and then we dove into the strategy because what she was finding was she wasn't resonating with her clients and she didn't know why. And so we talked through the ways that she was offering her product and we together defined a new way for her to deliver her product in a way that would really resonate with her audience and felt good to her. And I am here to share. She just had her first paid consultation. That's right, folks. I said paid. So it's not a free call where she gives value and offers a roadmap and invites people to work with her. No, this was a paid call where people were giving her money, paying her for her value. And then she also has the opportunity to upsell them at the end of the consultation so they can get additional support. 
And she shared it was so much fun to be able to help her client and answer her questions. And she did mention she was still in shock that someone paid her for her knowledge, but we also talked about celebrating this as a win. She thanked me for the help and the encouragement and the recommendation to create this as a product. And I am thrilled to see where she goes next and how she continues to grow this. So for those of you listening, if you are getting the nudge to start a business, or perhaps you already have it going and you feel like you're not quite sure on how to make money, there are always options. If you are getting the nudge, there is a reason you are being called to it for a purpose. Let yourself lean into that. And this example from today, the work when I just shared is evidence that it can be done, that there is a way. And so if you want help with this, join me. I have one-on-one coaching spots available, uh, just a few left for this month. So if it's something you're interested in, we can set up a free call to develop a roadmap for you and what coaching together would look like. Okay. That was our win. Now let's get into it with our informational interviews. And really the bottom line message I'd like you to leave with is that informational interviews, they're not sleazy, they're not sales calls, but they're opportunities for true, genuine connection. And this isn't just connection for the sake of connection. This is connection that can further your career and provide value to the person that you are informationally interviewing. And this is important because what it does is it frees you up from some of the resistance you might be feeling about informational interviewing to allow you to use it to further yourself and to help others as well as you talk with them in these calls. So that is what today is all about. And by the end of this podcast episode, my hope, desire, wish for you is that you'll be able to apply this knowledge immediately because you'll know how to do an informational interview and some specific tactics to help you get in the mindset to go out and actually do it. Because here's the thing, strategy alone does not create results. And evidence of that, I mean, is in the work when I just shared, the strategy can't really do much for you if you don't have the right energy to back it. And so that's why I worked with my client to first get her in the right energy and then do the strategy. And it's not like we took weeks and weeks and weeks to do the energy. It's a pretty quick process that we're starting with and then continually tweaking and bringing in strategy along the way in order to create results as you go. And so that's why in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you not just the how, but the specific mindset approaches to help you with the reach out, which is often where people get stuck. So first I will define the informational interviewing. Then we're going to do a high level process for how this goes. And then at the end, you'll get those specific mindset hacks to help you actually implement and take action. So what is an informational interview? Well, it's really a reach out where you are connecting with someone to get their insight. I like to do these over Zoom. You also can do them as coffee chats, or you can do them over the phone as well, whatever is honestly easiest for you and the person you're interviewing. Now, when I say informational interviews are things that you do to get insight, here's what I mean. If you, as the job seeker, feel like you don't know 
if a specific position is a good fit for you, you will benefit from doing an informational interview from someone who's in the position you think you want. And you use that informational interview to ask them questions about the role. Focus on the tasks. What what are the responsibilities for someone in this role? What does a, a day on the job tend to look like? What type of tasks are a part of it? What type of communication style do people in this role tend to use? And what does the pace tend to be in this type of environment in this job? So you're getting really clear from the specific position and what it looks like to do the job, a day in the life, so to speak. Another way to do an informational interview is to do it to get clarity on a specific company. So let's say there's a position open and you apply for it at a company and the company is really intriguing to you and you're excited, but but you're not quite sure if it's the right fit from a culture perspective, just in terms of the way the organization tends to do things. So when I say culture, I'm talking about organizational culture, which is really about the norms, the traditions, the ways things are done within the company. And so what you'll want to do is get clear on what it's truly like to work in that company. And so in that case, you do an informational interview with someone who works at that company and you'd ask them questions about the organization. What is it like to work here? What is the uh, stance on work-life balance? What is the opinion on working remote or hybrid? Is that something the company's open to? Is it a pretty fast-paced company? Uh, Is the company pretty spread out? How do the teams interact with one another? Uh, Does it feel like it is a pretty supportive environment? Is it tech savvy? What, What is it like from a company perspective to work there? And so you're going to ask questions like that to help you understand the way the organization works. The other reason and time that I like to invite people to do informational interviews and I recommend it to them is when they don't feel sure that they'll get hired for the job that they want. They're they're not sure about their skills. So in those cases, I recommend they reach out to someone in the role that they're after or a similar role and then ask them, questions about their job journey. How did they develop the skills? What advice would they offer to someone wanting to get in their position? Uh, How much experience and what types of experience would be beneficial to be successful in the role? What are some ways they've kept up to date in their skill sets? What are some demonstrations and examples of how they could uh, continue to grow their skill set, any advice that they would give to a job seeker wanting to uh, get in that role and a path to get there. So those are the types of questions that you would ask in those cases. So now you know what an informational interview is, how to use it, but I really want to point out the purpose here. And this is where people get weird about informational interviews. An informational interview is you as the job seeker reaching out to someone else to get their insight. The purpose is not to get a job. It's not to get a job. This is where people go wrong. This is where informational interviewing gets weird is when job seekers use it to get a job. But it's like as if you were dating 
somebody and your goal of the date was to get married. That's not what you're there for. The goal of a date, that first date, is to get to know someone. And the same is true with an informational interview. You're not trying to get the job or a job. You're trying to get to understand them more and hear their insights. So that's the purpose. So not to get a job, but to get clear on how to be successful in that role or in what that company is looking for or advice on the path to get there. But you also want to consider their purpose, the person that you're talking to, the interviewee, the one you are asking questions of. Their purpose is also not to give you a job. That is not what they're longing to do. Instead, their purpose is to make a connection, to increase their network, to maybe pay it forward, to uplift, to have a sense of importance because they get to share about themselves, but also you have value to offer. And so who knows how them connecting to you could help them in the future. So it is a mutually beneficial conversation. When you're clear on that purpose, it takes away the pressure to feel like you're supposed to ask for a job or ensure that they review your resume and instead makes it about a genuine connection and true insight and value exchange. So that is the purpose of the interview. Here are some examples of how informational interviews have been beneficial both for clients and those that are being interviewed, the interviewee themselves. So I once had a contact of mine who I'd worked with before reach out to me to interview me about a company. So she knew she was interested in the role, but she wanted to check in to know what that company was like. So she informationally interviewed me. Now we didn't say, hello, may I please set up an informational interview? It was more of a, Hey, I'd love to chat with you about this company. I've just applied for this role and I want to learn more about what it's like to work there. I said, yes, would love to share. And we got on the phone and she asked me some great questions about the culture and what the company was like. And from that conversation, I then went to that company, let them know, hey, you want to consider this person. She is amazing. I've worked with her before. She has incredible knowledge and insight and wisdom to share. Here's her resume. And she ended up getting the position. And I did this with another person for that same company as well, bringing him in after having a conversation with him. Now, these people didn't reach out to me and say, hey, I want this job. Can you make sure I get it? Or how can you uh, help me to get it? No, I had the conversation with them. I saw their value. They mentioned they applied and we made it work from that place. That's not a sleazy sales conversation. That's a genuine partnership, and it helped me feel good because I got to offer something to that company too. Another example, one of my clients was in his job search, and he was looking for some new roles, and he was doing some informational interviews where he was reaching out to people in different companies in different roles because he wanted to get a feel for company and roles and to see the types of positions available. And so we reached out and had some great conversations and got to know them and the position more. It gave him clarity in terms of knowing, you know what, I'm not quite sure if this is the right position for me. Like I, I know I could do it. I like the team but it's not quite what I'm looking for. 
And after he had the conversations and he thanked them for their time, they reached back out to him and thanked him as well. And the opportunity there was it expanded his network and it expanded their network. They were genuinely pleased to know him because who knows how later on they might be looking for a job and my client can help them in that situation as well. And so it creates this camaraderie where no one's trying to transactionally get ahead, but everyone is trying to help one another out. And so that was one of the the benefits that he got from it, even though he didn't move forward with the position there in terms of wanting the job. Another example, that same client, he knew people he thought would be a great fit for a job and he connected them uh, to the job, let them know about the job. So he basically initiated the the conversation himself. So not quite the typical informational interview, but it allowed them to get additional insight on the position and get the job themselves. So you can see here how, while the goal of the informational interview is not to get a job outright, just like the goal of a first date is not to get married. It is the desire that you have. And when you approach it, not from a place of having to make it happen, like not having to get married on this first date type of situation, not having to get a job from that informational interview, it frees you to be calmer, to be unattached in the sense of not feeling like you have to make something happen, which lets you ask better, deeper questions and be more present in the full process, which helps create better outcomes and results from that interview itself. So those are some examples of how informational interviewing can be so impactful. And I think in hearing these, it can help you to see the value of having them. Even if they don't lead to a job, there is so much value that can come from them. Just in terms of the way your network expands, maybe one of your friends will want a job or have a job opening and one of the connections you have would be a great fit for it. And you only have them because you reached out to them for an informational interview. So don't see it as just this one interview where you're trying to get something. See it as you expanding your network and helping others to expand theirs too, not to get ahead, but to help each other out, to help the world, to help everyone get ahead. So it's a way to benefit everyone, honestly. So let yourself see it that way and it'll really help take some of the pressure off of these interviews and make it more fun too. So it doesn't feel like you have to go through the motions and be a networker and show up and perform, but can just be yourself and enjoy that process. Now let's talk about how you conduct it. Here are the five steps for conducting that informational interview. First, You want to identify a person. So this would be somebody who's either in the company or in the role that you want, depending on your purpose for scheduling the interview. And then once you identify them, and I can share some more tips on where to find them in our one-on-one coaching session together. But first, identify the person. Second, you want to send them an email or a LinkedIn message or somehow get in touch with them. So connect with them 
always from a place of them in mind, what they'd want to hear, how they'd want to be approached, not based on what you want to get, but based on what they would value. So always approach your reach out from that place. Third, you'll set up a call. This call could be in person. It could be over the phone or could be in a virtual setting like using Google Meets or Zoom. I will say I don't recommend you make this into a lunch date because that takes a lot of time and you want to value the informational uh, interview process in terms of this interviewee is giving you some of their time. And so for that first call, I wouldn't recommend a long lunch. I would recommend a quick 20-minute chat or a 30-minute Zoom, however you want to do it, but that's how I would approach it. The fourth step is to actually have the interview, and I'll explain a little more about that in a moment. And the fifth step is to thank them, to reach out afterwards, send them a follow-up, to thank them for their time, uh, and also that creates more of that sense of connection as well. Okay, so that is how you conduct it. Now, let's talk about those three mindset hacks that can help you when you're approaching the reach out part of this, as well as the actual interview questions and the way that you are conducting the call. So the first thing I want to share with you, the first mindset hack, do not see the informational interview as you trying to sneakily be salesy or being someone trying to get somewhere. It's not a sales call. It's a connection. Not about sales. It's a connection. You're not trying to sell yourself to this person. You're having a genuine conversation, a true connection. And the only way for this to truly happen is for you to be you, which means when you reach out to them to request a call, you want to be transparent in your request. You want to let them know that you're looking for uh, some advice and guidance, but you want to frame it with them in mind. So think about how could they benefit from the call? What will they get from the conversation? And when you are clear on that, it'll help you frame your question from that approach. You're not going to do it from a place of, hey, guess what? I'm reaching out to you for an incredible opportunity to be informationally interviewed by me. As a result, you'll get to talk about, and you know, don't do it like that. That's very salesy. It feels like you're trying to prove something or convince them of something. So don't be salesy, be real. You're not reaching out to get something from them in this take mentality of they have what you want and you're going to get it. No, it's that first day you're reaching out to get to know them and it's their opportunity to get to know you as well. And this brings me to the second mindset hack, which is that you have value to offer. Yes, you're reaching out to them to learn about their experiences, but that doesn't mean you show up empty handed. And I'm not saying that you need to have a specific resource that you give to them at the end of your informational interview. But what I am saying is that you have a network of individuals. You have contacts and experiences. You have resources. You have an eager desire to listen to them. You also have your own insight and expertise. So you're on that call with them and you have skills. And when I think about this, 
perhaps you know of future job opportunities that either they would benefit from or someone in their network would benefit from. Or perhaps they do know of a job opportunity that could be a great fit for you and they would look good to recommend someone that they like to the job. That'd be a win-win. You giving them value by giving them a chance to shine by getting to refer you for a position. It doesn't mean your goal is in that informational interview to get a job, but it does mean that you come with value to offer. You could make them look good. And the other way you offer value is genuinely people like to be seen and they like to be valued. And so you reaching out to learn from them, to have a mentor, to get help in that way, genuinely from the place of wanting to hear their advice, not to get something from them in this, let me take it point of view, but to genuinely connect and hear them and learn from them and grow from them from a place of appreciation that gives value in itself. You know how it feels when somebody gives you a gift or when you give somebody a gift and they say, oh, thank you. I've been looking for this. You feel good. You get value out of the gift giving. The same is true in an informational interview. You feel good as the interviewer about getting to give value and it being appreciated. People like to be appreciated. And so you're giving them that opportunity. Don't lose sight of the fact that there is a benefit to getting to share. And so you are offering value in a lot of ways. And one of them is the fact that you are a listening ear, eager to hear and eager to learn from them. Okay. The last mindset technique that I want to talk about. It's your job to lead the conversation. You set up the interview. So don't position them as the expert teacher and you as the student sitting, waiting for them to wow you with their brilliance. No, position it as a strategic partnership in your mind. So see it as you have questions that you want to ask and they have advice that they want to share. This positioning will help you show up confidently so you can ask your questions. This will also help you own your value, which we talked about earlier, And will help you value their time. When you see it as your job to lead the conversation, to lead that interview by coming with questions pre-prepared and taking charge of setting the agenda and guiding the conversation, they feel valued. They see you valuing their time because you showed up ready to go. You're being efficient. And you also are showing yourself that you value your own time by taking this process seriously. You've come prepared. You've come ready to go. That is your job. And you doing that helps them be supported, helps you also get better insight because you come having thought through what you truly want to get from that conversation. So those are the three mindset hacks that can help you. Again, it's not a sales call. It's a connection point. You have the value, you have value to offer, and it's your job to lead the conversation. The last thing I want to talk about is the questions. And when I say the questions, what I mean is you want to think through clear questions to bring to that informational interview. You don't want to just show up and say, so 
tell me about yourself or so how'd you get to where you are today? Or so walk me through what this it's like to work there. Those questions might be good questions to get some general insights, but you want to go a layer deeper. You want to get to the details of what you feel like you need to know to determine if that's the job for you, if that's the company for you, if you have the skills or what skills you want to keep building in order to get to where you want to go. This is your opportunity to go deep with somebody. And so you want to ask strategic questions that get to the heart of it. You don't want to put them on the spot. This isn't an interrogation, but it's your chance to get some clarity that can help you in your career. And it's their chance to get to showcase what it's like and where they've come from. And so the better the question is that you ask, the better the data in terms of their response that you can get. So the questions you ask matter. This isn't an afterthought. This is something you want to think through ahead of time. So when you think about the questions, you want to get clear on what it is that you're wanting to know, on why you're there, and then weave that into specific questions that can guide them to better answer your questions. If you ask a super broad question, people don't have any grounding. They don't know where to go with it. And and have you ever been on a workshop where they're like, okay, anyone have any questions? It's so vague that you don't really know where to go. You don't have any prompting. People benefit from prompts in order to know what they have questions about. Questions that's super vague, unless the person already thought of it intensely, isn't going to help them come to any, any solution. Instead, if you say something like, okay, do you have any questions about step three in this new process that we're implementing? They can say, ah, yes, step three, and think about it and have an actual question. And so this is the beauty of having strategic questions that are focused. You want to take the same approach to your informational interview. Get strategic with your questions. You're not going to interrogate them, but you're going to come from this energy of, hey, you have specific things you're curious about. Here's what they are, and you can help get the data by the way you ask your question. All right, that is what I have for you today. Thank you for joining me in this episode. And remember, your informational interviews are not sleazy and they're not sales conversations. They're opportunities to connect, to expand your network, and to conjure and create new career opportunities for you and your interviewers. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And if you loved what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I help my clients to show up and do their work their way with soul. Whether it's so you can excel in your current role or so you can figure out what you want for your next role and get that role, coaching can help you get there. It begins with a consult. Sign up for yours by going to believeseed.com slash schedule. This is your free call and it is that first step towards that new life, that transformation into you doing your work in your way with soul.